I'd like to actually uh, talk about this spitball and kind of try to walk people to where I'm at on it. I mean, obviously, I got more to do and research and stuff, but I keep seeing people saying shit like it's aliens. And I'm like, man, we've had all this tech for X amount of time. So I'll just uh, going to start posting some shit real quick. What's up, Carlos? Do me a favor, retweet. In about five minutes, I'm going to start spitballing, talking about all the different tech that if we piece together, ends up being MH370. And there's, you know, you take the Philadelphia experiment, Montauk, all these things. Like I said, what we've done is miniaturized the Philadelphia experiment and perfected it. So it's old-fashioned greed, man. Tom DeLonge's books are all about that. Poor Carl Extra's burnout on MH370. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. But we'll get started here in a second. You guys are all welcome to come up and talk to if you want, or if you got questions and things, because sometimes... It helps hearing other people talk about it or what they think or any of that. So another thing, if you guys got uh, any links or anything related that you think is important, throw them in the thread. That way people can access this kind of stuff later on. So, yeah, like I said, we'll get to it in about two or three more minutes. I'm just grabbing some stuff. Hey, somebody actually just said they on my recommendation, they checked out How the Hippies Save Physics. I recommend it. You guys should check it out. And there's another book, actually, it's, uh Man, I'm going to mess the name up. It's actually basically the Jack Safardi story. Uh, I am reading it right now because a lot of this kind of all pertains as well, too. And uh, I'm baptized by fire, man. You know your shit. I'm curious how you know your shit. It feels like you're following me, man. Maybe that's why I like you so much. All right, guys. Like I said, we'll get started here in a few more minutes. But if you guys want to talk about anything, it's, it's all good. I'll just shoot the poop for a few more minutes while I go through my MH370 stuff. So... Do me a favor, retweet. More people in here. More people we have talking. If you want to co-host, that's fine as well, too. This won't be a super long space because I was working on, um, I think I posted on it. I think it was Elf Waves and the Oklahoma City bombing. So that's something. It's all this stuff we've been taught. It's conspiracy. What's funny is all this stuff that now that I now go through. All these different conspiracies feed off each other. And I don't mean as conspiracies. I mean as the tech that's black and that doesn't exist. Well, what happens if it does? Does that mean three of those things that used to be conspiracies are now plausible? Because now we have the very weapons and things that we used to say that's bullshit because it doesn't exist. That's where I sit. So the more I go through this material and go from one thing to the other, and let's say I, I know this exists, so I go through that, and it just keeps building. So... In my, there's no doubt this was old-fashioned greed. Still trying to figure out the exacts, the details, where it went. But I, I know a lot of the players, and it has to do with BlackRock, reverse engineered tech, and I guess just theft of intellectual property. Because those semiconductors that uh, Freescale was making were special, right? And there's some pretty crazy timings between purchases. Um, I would say, I think it was within a month, who was it? I think maybe it was Kathleen Hicks. It might've been but within a month of an announcement of a, a government DOD initiative that would have pushed semiconductors a month prior, BlackRock purchases shares, a shitload of shares a month before the announcement by Freescale. So 
That's what it is across the board if you ask me. It's just shady ass shit. Hand over foot. So give me a few more minutes. And what's crazy is this. Some of the stuff that I talk about in all of this stuff that all of us talk about. Because we've been made to know and have our buttons pushed a certain way. Anytime you mention certain things, people automatically assume you're being this or that. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to be mentioning the Rothschilds. It's because Jacob is involved. And I know people like to go one way or the other. But, you know, when your name's, when you're part of a company, for example, who the uh, patent kind of goes to when the other four individuals that are on that go missing. And I know it's companies. It's not names. But we need to keep parsing that stuff as well. All right, so I'll start here. About six months ago, I started doing a crash retrieval investigation. Um, I was working to vet information with my sources. I also knew some of the things that I was working towards. The things that I was working towards was the fact that NGOs had tech, stolen tech, and the shadow war might be between contractors and the government or contractors. So I started working on these different cases, trying to figure out. And if you go through my timeline, you'll see different posts from uh, BDM, uh, Northrop, you know, all the different tech that I think is reverse engineered. So we're going to go assuming they have stolen tech. So what's been going on? We know that there's been crash retrieval programs hidden within the Council of Foreign Relations, MJ-12, whatever you want to call this stuff. We've had programs underfunded. They're shit, but there was still tech. So our government would be looking towards or to the civilian sector so they could hide these programs and get them you know, funded, whatever needs to be done. Imagine if these NGOs just kept doing great things with it, but realized they didn't have to give you all the answers, everything, just keep trickling a little bit here and there, keep upgrading slightly. They don't have to give you all the good stuff. So I'm also under the impression, I think disclosure was actually mainly about doing that, bringing the fact that we have these programs that are underfunded and we have this nation state, BlackRock, the fourth branch of the government with reverse engineered tech. And we're so far behind because we don't have the um, science going at it the appropriate way. It's compartmentalized. We also don't have any funding. So I think the whole point of bringing this before Congress and, and the world, we probably knew it was so dark and it would hurt if we gave too much information. So bringing it before Congress at least puts it before checks and balances, gets it funded and makes sure that we you know, try to get ahead of the game. So anyway, as I go through these investigations and I, and I keep stumbling across, across different things, for example, if you read uh, Tom DeLong's books and they, and they talk about kind of these, this contractor and you, you have different individuals hinting at a shadow war, right? We all assume the shadow war was, I was thinking at first it was MJ-12 versus aliens and all these other things. I don't think it's that. I also think that a lot of the bits and pieces and hints that are left out there as nation state or third party they've known it was blackrock that's why those books again were written hinting at that so they've known for a minute and if you go through the financials of all these different companies you'll start seeing that blackrock almost all of its executives have ties to china not only that the ties to china through the military investments within the military uh eric prince who's Blackwater, he's got that i want to say front some protection for it's basically he's doing he's security for the belt and road belt and road initiative for china and on top of that he has colleges for the chinese military in china so 
you can go through these. And as you go through, you'll start going through board members. One of the board members, Ann, remember her last name. She's also a board member on Qualcomm. Qualcomm's a Chinese company. Qualcomm had a bid in to purchase Freescale. But in 2016, China wiped it, said they didn't need to because China has the final authority, all of those things right there. So they didn't need it anymore. 2016, right? So each one of these companies are all connected in some form. You can go through BlackRock's financials. Their iShares Future Tech profile is AI. It's semiconductor companies. Again, Freescale apparently had some pretty crazy semiconductors. Um, all the United States government programs currently really that exist as far as defense rely on semiconductors, especially if those semiconductors are really good at dropping a radar cross-section. If they're perfect at it, that's a game changer. Now you take China who wants to be the world's dominating force, right? You also can take a radio call that was received during the crash or MH370 event, right? That was, they were talking about MH370, put that in there as well. Now we, we go with everything I've already said and I'm building on that we have these tech, this tech. We know that I talk about time travel, you know, jokingly loosely, but that's because Montauk Philadelphia experiment using um, gravity drives or whatever we've come up with to create portals. And I'll say that I had a legacy source who was within these programs who explained to me, just, I didn't even ask him, just explained to me, yeah, we have portal tech and that you need to have a send and they receive, okay? So this is all before I've come across these videos. I still don't know these videos exist. Didn't know MH370 was even a conspiracy like that. So I'm going through knowing all of this and, uh, different information, the different shares, the amounts of money being, I mean, you can even look at dates of purchases of let's say shares increasing things. And it's, it's really starting to get kind of shady. So I watched the video. Didn't know the video was anyhow related. And I already had this pile up and, you know, you got, uh, let's see, Steven Schwar Schwartzman, who is Blackstone's founder, and Blackrock's Flint, Larry, or I say Larry, right? Yeah. Both of those individuals are connected to, um, oh man, Majestic 12 in some way. And so... Schwarzman actually was a part of the Council of Foreign Relations, and I know uh, Black, Black Rock was, he's connected in some other way. So again, there's another way they can have this tech. Both these individuals, because if you look at this, the Shadow Wars essentially, Blackstone trying to get these semiconductors, Black Rock wanting them and getting them for China. Everything we have from our AI initiative, there's a huge, you can talk, I think it's AI.gov, huge AI input and uh, uh, push, right, from everything. Then we have the JAD2C, which is like the internet of killing things, how everything's connected. So Northrop Grumman, all these different civilian companies have this AI sentient, which is a UAP tracking uh, program that does this, right? And they're all connected through these other programs. Everything requires semiconductors. There's a general general Kohler, I think it's pronounced Kohler. You can connect to Blackstone, who's screaming about ICBM revitalization. You know what fits in those ICBMs perfectly and would actually be great for them? These semiconductors. These semiconductors, Blackrock, Blackwater being its assassination arm, 
So take a step back from everything I said. Obviously, not all of it's right because I'm going through research and putting it together. But it starts looking exactly like things people have been telling us, like Tom DeLonge's books. You know, imagine if you're a megalith hunter who works for one of these companies, right? Half the problem is most of us, our government doesn't believe in underground pyramids, the power that can come from them. Imagine if you're a company who knows crash tech exists, you've got some crazy tech, we should go find that. That's what's going on here, man. Give me a second, I gotta get a drink. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. MH370, very popular subject. Yeah, it's only popular with me because it has to do with the reverse engineered tech that led to it. I mean, that and I want to time travel. Yeah, I'm planning to get teleportation though. I don't, I don't like cars or airplanes. Yeah, me either. Me either. Um, somebody asked earlier too. They asked why I don't write most of these things down. Just put it in some long form. Part of my problem is I don't stop. I, I can't pick a stopping point. This play, this shit's so crazy that the more I dig, the more shit opens up, and I keep going and going and. Yeah, next yeah. thing I know, I got 10 million things, and I'm just like, oh, where do I even yeah. start? It's pretty normal. It feels pretty normal to me, though, old vet. It's not too crazy. Hey, Kyle? I think you, you are right. I think there's uh, different factions in the government that are kind of worn over over the, the this subject with the crash retrievals and stuff because, I don't know, it was like two or three months ago, maybe four months ago. I was reading this article online about how the government, they, they, uh, they passed a bill or something like that. Any unidentified material or UFO material or anything like that belongs to the government, national security. So to me, it was like that they were, anything UFO related that they had the ability to confiscate it is the way I took it. And then when you have... Uh, I think it was in Schumer's bill when Schumer first uh, came came out with a bill, and they, they, there was a rumor that Schumer was going to have uh, a whole bunch of UAP stuff in the bill when it when it was supposed to go through and pass and whatnot. It was rumored that there was a, a, a faction in the government with the the Space Force and uh, uh, FBI and a couple other factions of the government that was uh, putting together a. Uh, a team like a, a a seal team or a team to go in to these uh businesses like blackrock and lockheed and actually go in and confiscate ufo materials and stuff like that so there's there's a whole bunch of surface stuff that that's being said said and then there's a whole bunch of underground ground stuff that's being said but I think that that's 100% correct. You got the powers that be trying to keep it a secret, and you got another powers that be trying to bring it out into the open. So it's going to be an interesting ride. I'm still here. Sorry. I'll say this. One of the things that you just mentioned actually kind of, I guess, pops it pop to the front of my head is one of the, it's hard for me how people don't follow things like, for example, you got Scott Stapp. Not the same here. He used to be a logistics general in the United States, uh, I think Air Force, right? Um, 
worked for the Department of Defense. I want to say he was an undersecretary of defense at some point. Now working at uh, Northrop. And what's his job? He's in charge of making these programs talk, these tech programs, these, these very programs that they know exist. So what happens is individuals like, um, does everyone in this room know who wrote, uh, I think, let me actually put a word it this way. Do you guys know who Carl Nell is? No. Okay. No. Okay. In my opinion, and if you go around looking and reading, he's one of the individual whistleblowers. He's one of the ones that's touched the shit. And it's not just, you can go research who this individual is, and he is special. This guy is literally in holding the jobs of what Corso used to do and shit. You can go, well, his LinkedIn, you, Army, Future Tech, right? All these different things that he's done, that he's touched on, and his mention for, I think he helped craft, was it, he helped craft one of the bills, I think, I believe yeah. as well. This is my opinion, obviously. It's not like I... I want to, I want to mention about the where they're getting, the, where they're keeping the secret tech. Uh, I just, when I was reading about the Navy declassifying the technologies, there, the government seems to have a couple thousand patents that they have classified that you can't, uh, you can't expose it because it's some kind of national security issue. They have so patents are technologies or blueprints or something, and it has to be proved that you, it works. It's not some fantasy idea. So the government has these thousands of patents. Like, what's in them? Are these secret technology or something? They're keeping it very tight. There's almost no leak. What the Navy did was they declassified one of them, which is the TR3B HUAC patent, the fusion reactor one. And the drive, the website did an expose on it a couple of years ago. And people had no idea what they were talking about. Basically, it was the Navy disclosing part of their ET reverse engineer tech. And I thought it was interesting. Basically, it's the black triangle, how it works, the schematics. The Naval Intelligence told the patent judge that, yes, this patent is operable. It is not a, it is not a theory. It is operable, meaning they have some kind of prototype of it that actually works in concepts. Since the military doing it with their security clearances, and it's not some random news guy. And the judge was like, how is this operable? You're talking about some kind of fusion antimatter reactor that provides three terawatts of power? <laughs> like, you had to approve it, I guess, because the Navy said so. Is that the, is it Pice? Salvador Pice patents? Yeah, a couple many years ago. Yeah, that's actually I, I remember watching his pot the podcast and he's like, he said the same thing. He's like, they wouldn't, you know, the Navy's not going to put something out there that's not feasible. That's why they had me create it, you know, do these things. So I take these pieces of information. I'm glad you pointed this out. So that's when I do my research and trying to get to where I'm at here. I'm just taking everything that's already out there because again, this info exists for a reason, and I'm under the impression a vast majority of the information that is out there, some of the stuff that's wild, exists for a reason mixed with bullshit. Now, yeah, start... it's, it's designed so that it's have, they have plausible deniability. So they release a little bit of information, and then if they feel like they say, oh, uh, we were kidding, oh, this guy's uh, de debunked. He has nothing to do with anything. So they're like trying to test the waters, and then they pull back. When they test the waters, they pull back. That's, that's what you're seeing, I think. I agree. I totally agree. So let me ask you this. They like, I'm I'm also tired of MH370. That's why I said I'm going to kind of move on from there until everybody catches. Because I've only done, I can 
show financially, it's cut and dry. It's everything that's in Tom DeLonge's books that people have been discussing, right? If you piece it all together, yeah, I feel like Charlie throwing people that way, but it's not UFOs. And the fact that I, the reason I say this is this. I didn't know that they existed, right? The videos. I took what I had already had for mine and I had already come up with this. Didn't know that it was about that. Then I saw the videos and I'd sent off my stuff to vet. And that's when I kind of got like, oh my God, they're the same thing. So that's what I'm working with now, trying to figure out and tie them together better. But for now, I need to break on that shit because I literally spent six months in doing this financials, looking at freaking going through white yeah. papers. Yes. Oh, yeah. you need to use my side abilities. I just like pick it up from the ether. I don't do any of this work. <laughs> Shit. My side it's ability. So easy, man. It's so easy compared to all the other work you do, which is important, of course. But I just, you know, I don't intuition or, or remote viewing or whatever. I just pick it up. Well, if someone would teach me how to do that shit, I'd do it. I'd be following my intuition. My intuition half the time will lead me off a cliff. And the other half well, the time uh, is gold mine. Uh I oh the the guy, oh man, what's his name? Uh Ashtar or some uh not Ashton, but Ash Ashton. <laughs> Ash the other Ashton. The 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 name that sounds like Ashton that's doing a uh, space tonight, he posted something about remote. Oh, Astral. Astro, okay. So he posted a remote viewing target and has you practice doing it. So there's many methods that you can actually do on your own using breathing and uh, visualization techniques that you can remote view targets. And that's just working on your telepathy, empathy, seer abilities, which, which you normally call psychic abilities. Is Those are developed over years and uh, decades of uh, special DNA and life training. But you can also develop your uh, a couple of skills yourself. So maybe you're good at remote viewing. Maybe you're better at empath and picking out uh, whether people are genuine or not. Maybe you can see auras or something. But uh, practicing uh, reading, get, uh, receiving images and thoughts and emotions, that's a very good usage of your time if you want to do the paranormal investigation. Like, uh, this is not skills that you need other people to teach you. It's just a skill like riding a bicycle or swimming that you need to practice on your own. I agree. I think, hell, I'll, I'll tell you that in this field, it's good to have a hunch or a bullshit filter or something along those lines. Because, man, I've been working on that remote viewing thing. Astral is a friend of mine, actually. The very first one I did in this, in this space, I... I got, I think I got the closest, right? And the second time I tried it, I saw some shit I didn't want to see. So I, I didn't do it again, right? But then I started Gateway. And like, I kept seeing shit I didn't want to see. Someone posted today about that, right? Like the uncomfortable feeling. Because like during the Cosrex experiments, that anxiety, that's the stuff I actually felt. Feeling of being yeah. watched. Because I haven't perfected it and I can't get past it. Uh, you need... I'll give you a uh, the the re the re lesser ritual of the banishment and some uh, chakra practices because it's um so if you open the the six eye chakra and you don't have everything stacked up on your physical security or your emotional security 
your willpower, your sovereignty, your energy transfers, like you had too much debt or you uh, like the banking system too much or stuff like that. They, these are all like gateways that uh, entities can prank you with when you try to look at stuff and they show you stuff you don't want or mess with you other ways. So there are ways to increase your uh, psychic security by improving your own life and it improves your own life. So you might as well do it anyways. Dude. Listen to what you just said. Now listen to this. I'm a 44-year-old getting a divorce, like couch surfing, trying to figure out where I'm going next, who's a fucking UFO reporter. No, I've got 90 entities coming in at one time when I try Gateway. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's that, I, I agree with you, what you just said. It's, I didn't know these things. See, these are things that are important. So I do think people should be, this should be a subject taught about. Like, for example... This is what it feels like. It feels like I'm trying to inoculate myself. Someone said, hey, this is what you got to do to save yourself, but with no idea how to do it, right? So you go in trying to do gateway, and it freaked me the fuck out, so I didn't go back. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, um, that, that's a natural response. When, when, you, when your ego, human identity self that were, was raised in the West and you weren't taught any of this stuff, uh, it's like jumping into deep water when you have one or two swimming lessons. It's like it's pretty scary, man. It's like, well, what, what are the sharks down here? <laughs> What's going on here? I got a question for the, everyone in this room. You don't have to answer uh, voice. You can actually put it in the thread. Since this is an MH370 and UAP remote view and anything related to the phenomenon, which all of it is, I want to know what you think about MH370 is the thing that makes you think it's legit and what about it is the thing you that stands out that makes you think it's kind of BS? And then put them in the thread, though, and retweet. The more people in here, the more we talk about it, the better. This room's open to anything, but if you have questions, I already kind of went over my MH370 theory, and I know a lot of you may have joined later. You can always go back and listen. Just retweet. 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 <laughs> Do that for me. Is it okay if I start uh, speaking? No, go ahead, dude. Just call. Okay. So... I don't do any remote viewing commercially, so I only did a few telepathic tests. I, I worked on a lot of other skills that I won't get into uh, over the decades and stuff. So what I see is that this sounds like oh, those black operations where they recruit you and then fake your death. Or situations where they just need a lot of manpower, so they're just going to kidnap a whole lot of people, blame it on some disaster or some fire like Hawaii and say, yeah, those those guys have died, but they they actually got transferred over to some black ops program and they can't get out because it's like, where are you going to run to, man? They think you're dead. That all makes me feel all warm and happy. Shit, we're probably in a simulation anyway. And that kind of bums me out because that means whoever's playing me is a psychopath. <laughs> I don't think so, but, but it's, a, it's better than being dead, right? It's better than like blowing up in the air. <laughs> That's true. I'm not wishing that on anybody. I'm not. Look, I may be all doom and gloom right now. That's just because I'm going through it, and these are my happy thoughts. But yeah, it's better than being dead. Trust me, I can yeah, tell so, you this. Yeah, so the operation does feel like some kind of black op to me, done by humans. Uh, uh, maybe negatives too, and. Uh, the fact that it has to do with the Navy, the Navy, I've heard a lot of stories about the Navy having a secret space Navy, and they need a lot of manpower, and they have a lot of money going into it. So the Air Force has a program, the Navy has a program, and the Nazis in uh, 
the contractors, the the paperclip guys have a program. Like they all have different programs. And it just feels, yeah, there's some kind of undercurrent where they're fighting over who gets the manpower, who gets the technology, and they're hiding it from us, but they're also hiding it from each other, which makes things very confusing. Can I say something? I, I think I talk about this every now and again. I had mentioned someone had mentioned this. I saw them their their tweet the other day. They they thought they were part of an op. Sometimes one of the reasons I love these spaces and talking to you guys. I know I call it my Peter Tingle, my, my hunch, but like you guys know things that I don't. And so as we talk, those words jog memories or remind me of things. And like sometimes as he speaks, that's why I always say to him, who are you? Because all the things you say are things I've researched that make me want to start talking about this and piecing that with the other one. Right. So Project Zodiac. I also will say that my legacy source told me that we did have these super secret space programs and it, it was kind of tasked with among the branches, each was supposed to try to get there first. And apparently Nazi Germany got to the moon first by two V2s, a suicide mission. Pictures may exist. And I had no reason to doubt it when he told me. And it wasn't, he wasn't the first one to tell me that because yeah. that was assigned to be a conspiracy back in the day. No one would ever believe right. it now. That seems to be a cover story, but he's talking about a real thing. Uh, these parallel programs, um, if you re read Michael Sala's book uh, about the Air Force disclosure, William S. Tompkins had one of the highest security clear clearance, and he he died recently, but we don't <laughs> we don't we won't get into that. But he, he disclosed a lot of his story, and some of it was about negative ETs, but also positive ETs, and he worked with the RAND Pro Corporation reverse engineering this technology. And he just told everything from the Navy perspective, which was a more positive perspective. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Kyle should go next. Go ahead, Kyle. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, to kind of uh, give an opinion about your question earlier about the phenomena of remote viewing or the MH370, I think what it comes down to is um, – for the masses, the mass people, it, it, it comes down to evidence and you can't really use the videos of, as evidence. And I think there is a big part of the government like NASA and maybe a few others that will actually, if there is like a UFO sighting, mass UFO sighting, next thing you know, the next day there's a whole bunch of fake UFO videos, you know, sent out to the public and they get debunked. And then the people that, you know, spotted the UFO, they get made fun of and then there's that stigmatism or whatever you, you know what i mean but i think uh, it all f uh, falls with uh, evidence so there's people like me that's experienced that that firsthand that know it's real that knows our planet's being observed but then there's people that don't that just believe and so a lot of people might get convinced off the mh370 video that our planet's being observed a lot of people won't they need they need uh, direct evidence they actually need to see it with their eyes to actually know that it exists but uh, I don't know. I just think uh, I think um, it doesn't matter with videos. It doesn't matter with videos, it, uh, pilot testimonies, and videos and radar data. That was that was pretty strong. But as it sits, we just uh, we're relying on the the government to uh, tell the masses. I guess. I got a question. So I'm going to go all kinds of conspiracy right now. I don't usually talk about where I'm going on something until I start finding more information and things like that. But I, I kind of put where I'm at with this MH370 in China and things like that. Do you guys know about China's press for South America and where they're at? 
you know, one of those countries that's in the news kind of has some UAP related stuff, right? Imagine if you had some semiconductors that had a low cross section and could do some amazing things. What could you do? What could you get out of it? Think about that. You'd probably need a semiconductor for their uh, black box uh, quantum computers. They were um, they were doing that years ago. The DoD had bought the quant first quantum computer, um, and it was expensive, but it was also slow. But they need that quantum computer that operates at near zero to do all this AI transhuman stuff. So that's what's going on there. Man, like you just said, another one. Like so, I've heard that from sources. Matter of fact. I can tell you that, so quantum satellite, like, right, the only people that were on par with getting one before us or up would be what he just said. So imagine those semiconductors, those semiconductors, if they could change the world and change the balance of power, how do we not think China wouldn't go to do it? And especially all we have to believe is this reverse engineered tech exists. I'm telling you, yeah. it exists. And they're, and they're telling you that they're getting close because all these moon landing stuff, they're like, it's not about moon landing. It's about them telling the world that we have the same technologies that you reverse engineer America back in 1960s. When you did the moon landing, and they're saying that we have, we're getting it. So don't, don't mess with us. And by the way, uh, we're having trouble understanding. You might have to leave and come back because it's breaking up really bad when you talk. Welcome, everybody. This is your today's, uh, like, look, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know when and how I crossed that area, but, like, I was never a conspiracy guy, and here I am on the other side, like, even further than Ashton, right? You know? And I'm like, uh, there's a reason. It's not because, one of the things that I need to stress, no one hands me some shit and says, it's this, and I just say it, right? Because that's just, that's not research. I used to do that. <laughs> that's called clout chasing. And that's also how you get this disinfoed and you follow the wrong path. So what I do is this. I take pieces that I may have. I spend X amount of time researching until I can piece a story or something comprehensible. Then I run it by said sources and I get a yes, no, maybe hot, that type of thing. That's what I've done here. I'm not getting leaked shit. So I can promise you I came here before you see what I'm saying? This is one of those things. The story came first, then I vetted it. I didn't just get information that someone told me was real. I built this on a bunch of stuff, right? So I'm trying to say is this. Keep an open mind. If I know what I know about our reverse engineered tech being real and existing, which it's there. All this stuff that was involved in MH370 exists, period. We've had government programs trying to do it since the 50s, 40s. So all we have to do is think about maybe our government's not the one with the tech and maybe someone could use it like a weapon. That's all we got to change. And that's pretty easy to do, in my opinion. So what about the China and semiconductors in South America? <laughs> okay, so check this out. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm just going there. And like I said, I haven't done much research on that. I usually don't talk about stuff beforehand. Somebody mentioned something a little bit ago and I started thinking, China has actually been pushing hard into South America so they can kind of be buddy-buddy with all these, these countries down there. That way they have a foothold nearby. Like I said, they want to be the new America. Well, if you take the whole 
thing that's been going on with people. Was it Peru being attacked? I think that's people on hoverboard type shit doing some shit for a reason. That's the kind of stuff that China would be into for sure. And that's just obviously that is straight conspiracy straight out of my mouth. So there's no nothing to back that up yet. I'm just talking about it. And that's how my brain works. So I'll go research the shit out and be like, oh, no, that's not it. And go elsewhere. Right now, it's a matter of China wanting to be number one. That's pretty much it. And you had Blackwater, Blackrock both help them. Why? Because Blackstone, their enemy, who's trying to do the same type of thing, right? And here's another thing people can do. You can go to xcorp.com. It's just a website I stumbled upon. The reason I say that is this. All the information I had, I was like, wait a second. This sounds exactly like what I'm writing, except the company's name, X-Corp. And that's what it was. It looks to me like a leak, like someone who was trying to write a book like Tom DeLonge with facts and fiction did that. Xcorp.com. Go have a look at it. And it talks about this company who has all these different things in its umbrella. That's BlackRock. You better believe it. I'll also say that I heard <clears throat> that uh, Eric Prince Blackwater, they were behind, you know, the assassination arm. It's an army of this fourth branch of the government, right? I heard I heard that, I guess you say one of our own podcast, not our own podcaster, Sean Ryan. He was an operator for Eric. And he knows quite a bit about this. Not even shitting you for multiples. So what do you do with that? You got people. That's crazy. Him. I didn't know he knew about that stuff. One oh, I didn't think so either. I came across and the dirds. Oh. Remember the thirty-eight dirds they released for Osab and Atip. One of them is uh, what is it? Uh, role of superconductors in gravity research. Thought that was kind of interesting. Um, That's the stuff I'm talking about. See, real quick, Red I didn't know that either about most. Uh, I'm telling you, when I stumble on things like this, and it's just like, all right, this is this doesn't make any sense, and then you get to the whole. It's pretty, what does what blows my mind is this. I know it's so conspiracy found, sounding, but what happened to the patent when the plane disappeared? No, I know. And I feel you. I, mean, I think we even talked about this last night in the other space I was in. It's like all these people, like you always come across these like even more faded connections than you had previously thought, which were already faded to begin with. It's like, oh, do you know this person's uncle was like a Rockefeller? Like, it's like, what? Yeah, no shit. Let me ask you this, Red Panish. It's like, tell, yeah, shame. tell everybody your favorite site that you use to research because i know you do your videos they're well researched do you have favorites that you use because i'll give you two of my favorites i like duck duck go you gotta do even like images uh, i'll be honest i like to use uh 4chan uh just like pick up on different kind of thought processes but then uh i like the nightcap site it's pretty fire uh, um ufo interest i think is one but I also get books too, uh, and luckily with um, like phones and stuff, it makes it really easy to just kind of like control F, like keywords, you know, in books. So yeah, I actually just posted today. Go to my Twitter. Uh, there's a thread, all the ones that I use, and there's a couple favorites on there that I use. Think about it, Docs, and then Biblio. I just gave it to Stone Date too. What's it called? I it's linked somewhere. Biblio. I'll it, I'll put it back in here. I'll link all that shit. Anyway. The reason I like these is it's actually kind of like 4chan in a way. It's usually archived things that used to be on the old internet that are no longer there. Websites that, that were like, 
Angel Fire or GeoCity. I love that when you find like a shitty looking website with like all these different like sublinks that like you can only find in this. Like, Dude, that's the app. best. When you find a fucking GeoCities website from the nineteen fucking nineties, and you start going down the rabbit hole. Although I do gotta get going here, but uh, I just want to hop in for a second. Like, could have a meeting coming up? But, yeah, peace. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, What's yeah. up, Kyle? What do you got? I just started laughing for a minute. Uh, No, dude. Yeah, that's a cool. (laughs) That's a cool conspiracy about China going to Peru and beating people up with hoverboards. (laughs) Have you guys? uh, Have you guys seen the uh, the movie, uh, The Village, where it's like a couple elders in the village. They dress up and they tell the other villagers that there's monsters out there and you can't leave the village or you'll get eaten up. And so they create their own little mass hysteria. And I think that's kind of what goes on down in Peru in these little villages is that something happens and it creates mass hysteria. And the next thing you know, it's, you know, it's, it goes into aliens, but I don't think it's China going down there and hoverboards beat people. (laughs) Is my audio working now? Real quick, let me explain myself, Kyle, since that does sound funny, but I'll walk you from A, B to C, and that's how my brain works all conspiracy-like, right? So, yes, it does sound funny, except what do we require to do semiconductors and to work on most of these things, I guess you would say, that are going to need batteries and stuff like that? You need some special type of metals. They actually, over in those areas, they have mining operations, and a lot of those mining areas have uh, natives there that won't move off, and there's this whole... I guess there was a time when uh, the what was it the um, the drug cartels were doing the same thing, playing this game, right, to get the gold and things like that. Now, imagine if China had heard, realized we could up that ante, that game, because we're a damn nation state, right, and still get these medals that we need to get for these things. That's the reason I'd mention it. Again, it is a conspiracy because I just brought it up, but that's why I went there. So you're right; it sounds a little wild, but. Not just because they wanted to fly around. I think it's because those precious metals are very important to the batteries and the semiconductors is all I meant. And yes, that's, I'm a conspiracy fan now, I guess. Damn. That's the best conspiracy I've heard. <laughs> that's funny as hell. But yeah, you're right, though. They are. They're going down there for precious metals. They're going uh, uh, through Africa and uh, fighting on India's border because that's what they are. They're going after them semiconductor uh, material or metals and stuff toad vet is my audio working you're good buddy you can go okay thanks well i didn't have much to add uh i didn't i don't have any information about china or uh peru or hoverboards or well the chinese speak a foreign language to me so it's hard to read anything in the original source material to rely on translations and translations just as you know russia is like people translated for you and they changed the wording around you know one thing i will say um i heard about china from source that i can't repeat in full because i wish you wouldn't have told me said information i probably shouldn't have had said information but china's a danger right now we know that so i can't not see them doing stuff like this i mean from what i know like I said, I was before I even knew I was told this and I, I went to vet it. I didn't know what I was getting. And then I when I vetted it, I was told to never talk about such things. I'm sure you guys could understand what I mean here. But my point well, being, 
Yeah, dude, I don't see any problem with them doing crazy shit like this. They're so far advanced that, of what we think. Well, if it's uh, Western sources, they naturally see China as a danger simply because that's just what's going on through their head, through their head in the geopolitical space. But I think I think the secret societies are just controlling the West and the East in the background, like the guy puppet master, and the geopolitical sphere is just not as real as we think it is. They're not actually fighting as much as we think they are. Let me ask you this. Since you were talking about it earlier, you said the space programs and things. You you know anything that you can educate us on about some of the Navy space programs or what they turned into? Or perhaps, do you know what ATIP is now called and where it's located within the branches? So before the Air Force came out with Elian Gonzalez, oh, sorry, I messed, I messed up. Before uh, Tom DeLong and the Air Force uh, disclosure came out, it was Tompkins from the Navy and Michael Sala, the, the author. He did an expose on, he did a book on the Navy, seek, the Secret Space Force Navy book. Uh, you can look that up on Amazon by Michael Sala, S-A-L-L-A. And I thought that was a pretty good expose. Tompkins also released his own autobiography, Volume 102. Uh, I think that's available on, on in some archive somewhere. So I think that's a good source to start with um, because you have a lot of uh, classification uh, disclosure. Tompkins was actually authorized by the Navy to disclose most of this. He'll, he'll say that I can't talk about certain things just like uh, Grush does because he's under a security classification law where he's, be, he's disclosing what the Navy allows him to disclose because the military has uh, some people want full disclosure, some people want limited disclosure, some people don't want any disclosure whatsoever. So I found that book to be very interesting from what Tompkins disclosed about the U.S. Navy program. So this is the entire U.S. Navy program of several decades of his life was devoted to this. And we see it from right after the CIA was created, where the Nazis, like, where they ended up, what they were doing in the, in the RAND contractors and how Wright-Patterson Air Force Base was, I think, where they say they got, they were engineering most of the uh, crash retrieval items. It was not at, it, it wasn't over at Roswell, it was at the, the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. That's where the real stuff was for a couple of decades. And then they started talking about how uh, Tompkins later designed a couple of space carriers uh, later on that were several miles in uh, diameter or length. That was like the 1990s or something. So it was like, you see a progression of this technology and where all this money has been going to. Now they say space, but I don't think it's actually space. I think it's some kind of ultra dimension, some kind of astral work. Astral travel type things? Extra dimensions, extra dimensions, right? Like you know how UFOs go into the water, come out of the water, disappear, and stuff like that. They're skipping dimensions, or you could call it space time, I guess. To them, I guess it's space. I mean, but maybe it's not actually space—a vacuum, as we think of it. By the way, I posted. It's a. I don't even know, know how to say it. Bibliotech. Anyway, I post that shit in the nest and it's in the uh, thread, right? That's probably my favorite because it's so... Look, if there's anything to do with anything that's related to 
topics that no one else wants to discuss, we'll say conspiracies, because every conspiracy is that until it's not, but it's all there. Even shit that's wiped off the web, someone grabbed it and archived it. Uh, Dr. Michael Sala, actually, Exopolitics, another favorite site of mine. For He's got books and sh just all kinds of information. Super good stuff. So I actually posted his website and a bunch of other things that I go through, like Kufos, uh, MUFON, all those different ones, right? I, I like to research the crap and try to find some things. So it's up there if you guys want to check it out. And I also posted it today. It's like a 24-tweet thread with his, all the different ones that I use. So I'm going to post it in this thread real quick. So if somebody else wants to yap real quick. What do you guys know about? Let me ask you this. Since you guys. Russia. Oh, let's talk about Majestic 12. Where do you guys think it's located? Do you think it's located somewhere? Let's say any variation of uh, a crash retrieval program or let's say a, a bait track and capture program. What do you guys think about that? I don't know about Majestic 12, but uh, maybe about a little bit about ATIP. I do know that uh, Louis Elizondo, Tom DeLong, Steve Justice, and all those guys, those guys are all the, in the same crew. They're all behind Robert Bigelow. And I know in uh, Vegas, when he met with Harry Reid and got the uh, $22 million contract, he uh, to investigate uh, UFOs through ATIP or whatnot. I do know that they uh, were given access to some institutions in uh, Nevada. Now, whether what, what institutions those were, it could have been Nellis Air Force Base. It could have been you know a couple other institutions that they had access to. And I I know when. Um, in 2015, that's, I think, when uh, ATIP had uh, got the contract to have access to uh, some institutions. Well, in 2015 is when I was having my uh, encounters, when I seen a UFO and I was having contact, had two days missing time, all kinds of experiences, was right there by Nellis Air Force Base. Now, was this one of the institutions that the, they had access to at that time when I was having these encounters? I have no idea. But what I do know is the government has to know that people are having encounters, they're being experimented on, and uh, that, that there, that's, that's the truth. Now, as far as evidence, I think there's tons of evidence out there, but people, they want... They don't want an implant taken out of someone that's unknown material. They don't want, you know, physical evidence. They don't want it coming from the person's mouth. They don't even want a video because videos are fake. What we need is the kind of evidence to show people that our planet is being observed. That would have to come from uh, either one of these higher institutions like BlackRock or Congress gets, gets, gets it pride out of their hands and they bring it out to the public. That's the only way, either that way or ET makes themselves known to the world and hovers over a big city or something like that. But either or, uh, it's inevitable. The, the truth is inevitable. And our, our planet being observed is inevitable. And a lot of people... Oh, go ahead. Just beware of false flags because um, the government can always use reverse engineer craft and hover over cities. 
attack and then say, we must unite. You must give us emergency powers. We will protect humanity for you. <laughs> well, what's going to what's going to bust open first? Because like old vet was talking about, he knows certain technologies exist. So what's going to bust open first, the technology or e the ETs exist? Because our technology is rapidly changing. And I know that, uh, I don't know if it was Molten Howell or Molten Linda Howell or whatever, she's talking about uh, a ro three robots went fucking crazy, killed uh, 12 scientists, and they blew, blew the robots up. And one robot was still kind of half alive, connecting to a satellite, trying to learn how to rebuild itself or something dumb like that. So... Our, the technology that we got, I don't know if it can hold hold out. I think it's going to come out probably bef before disclosure that our, we're, uh, our planet's being observed or we're being watched. I think we're being watched. I think we're probably, well, more than watched. Yeah. I think we've been tweaked. We're hybrids. <clears throat> the founder of NASA, uh, SS Werner uh, von Braun, he said, that there will be like uh, fake terrorism wars to control things, and at the last, the last false flag card they will get is the fake alien invasion, in order to consolidate their power, <clears throat> and probably that will actually awaken a lot of people to it. And then, what happens afterwards is what happens afterwards. Do you guys? Well, I brought something up earlier. I want to see what your guys' opinion on it. Do you think disclosure was for the world or to make sure that national security, like I said, brought before Congress so we can get them funded so we're not behind? I think it's uh, our technology is changing. Like you could live stream on the Internet. And not only that, it's vindication for our Navy pilots and stuff like that. People have seen it and reporting it, and it's falling on deaf ears. So I think there's people in our military, pilots in general, and there's just a lot of people getting frustrated with it. And where our technology is changing, we're all be able to live stream to Twitter, YouTube, or anything like that, recording a, a thousand foot craft in the air. So of course they've got to they've got to come out with some disclosure, but they don't want to bring it all out because that would implicate them in the, the crimes that they've done to cover it up. And I think they have actually assassinated people to keep UFOs and stuff like that a secret. That's right. One of the Majestic 12 was Admiral Forrestal, and he uh, when he started being loose-lipped about disclosing the program, he fell out of a uh, hospital window some, somehow. Somehow, huh? Yeah, I worry about tripping and falling out of a window like that sometimes, the chef we talk about. Yeah, it was Admiral Forrestal, F-O-R-R-E... Um, Yes, sorry. I don't know his first name. I think he was one of the Majestic 12 back during Eisenhower. He was. So, yeah, I think there's three disclosure movements. The Navy is probably the closest to full disclosure. The Air Force is like limited disclosure. We want something to hang out, but we don't want to be prosecuted for crime, treason. And then there's the no disclosure, which is like Lockheed and Martin and the Nazi scientists, and they, they don't want us to know anything. Sorry, I'm posting some stuff. So if you don't hear me, I'm actually post posting some uh, of BlackRock's shareholder content with the SEC. So give me a second. Someone else can talk if they want. Yeah, it's also weird how BlackRock changed its names to its name to Academy and then merged with Triple Canopy and changed its name again to Constellus. It's like uh, 
they're it's like they're they're trying to change their identity so that we can't log onto them using our <laughs> perceptional magic. Yeah, they have changed their names quite frequently too. I imagine it's it is to avoid something like uh, remote viewers, maybe. They don't want to get remote viewed, <laughs> so they use a new name. I'm still here, guys. I'm trying to post this stuff. So um, I guess we can, I'm probably going to give it about 10, 15 more minutes. We'll be in here, but I'm trying to post, I guess, some of the materials that I have, financials, different things like that. So if you want to talk about something, oh, shoot. I didn't see you over there. Somebody else was wanting to talk, and I've been too busy doing other things. Yeah. Feel free to ask any questions you want. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say uh, I heard the question about, like, where do we think certain things are located? And I think uh, searching for any kind of answer in any way is totally valid. But I just recommend to people finding the answers you want will probably be more of an inside-out sort of thing. Like if you have this interest, you probably have some star family. Uh, you could think of them like in space somewhere or in a higher dimension, but you're probably related to these beings that you're interested in. Um, and so doing like self-development and seeking out answers from the inside out will probably get you that direct experience or answer that you're looking for more than like scouring external records will. It'll be a matter of like direct experience in your own, like from your own perspective, not not something you find in a book or some some archive or something. That's been my experience, at least. You're telling me this now after 60 hours <laughs> of going through financial records? No, fuck it. Right, right, right. Could have used you before, man. So, someone has to do the work, old vet, and the military does work, right? I better dig out that latrine fast, man. Tell you what, going down the rabbit hole, you just don't want to get stuck. There's one thing I will say is um, uh, what we know uh, is that our Navy pilots have seen objects in the air, in the sea. They've had them on radar. That's came out. So they came out and said UFOs do exist. We just don't know what they are. And then the Pentagon came out with papers. I don't know if you guys remember this. The Pentagon came out with uh, papers of symptoms of, you know, troops and stuff like that that has encountered uh, the UAP phenomenon. And they said the symptoms are burns, uh, uh, scratches, missing time, and missed pregnancies. And there's only one thing that missed pregnancies could be, and that's with, uh, you know, the people that came forward and told their story about being pregnant and encountering this phenomenon and the, the fetus and everything beyond. But uh, where we go now from here, I think the, the whistleblowers, the, the, they're here. We're going to probably get to some direct whistleblowers. But I think we're on the final stage. I think this we're at that door, and I don't, I, I'm thinking the door's going to blow wide open before we even hear from the first-hand whistleblowers, to be honest with you. So real quick, I'm just posting something up in the nest. This is the kind of stuff that just makes sense to me that I, I don't, people don't, I mean, for everything I've talked about, you know, when you, you find things 
one of the things I found from BlackRock's Black Rock's website was, is a paper called Meet Semiconductors, the Unsung Heroes of Modern Electronics. The more you go into it, that's what you keep finding. I know it's like, well, this is about greed and that's it. Yeah, power and greed. That's the only things humans want more than anything. There's nothing else, not even afterlife, apparently. Money and greed or power is it. It's going to be a little bit humbling for the species or for the Western to know that a lot of our technology came from, you know, stealing or, or reverse engineering other people's technology that was given to us. I mean, it kind of goes against the narrative that we're just so technologically advanced. We're exceptional. We did, we came up with this hour on, oh, well, it turns out that wasn't good. Someone in here earlier pointed something out to me about the pyramids that I, I not to jump on the subjects, but I pyramids in Alaska, right? That they were part of our part of suppressing our consciousness in some way. And I've also heard that they were put here to keep the wobble. So Earth, let's say you take the uh, pole shift that happens X amount of time that they talk about that perhaps those underground pyramids and what flows through them is to make sure that I guess it doesn't wobble. The, the planet and it doesn't just shift like everyone's scared it's going to and by worried about the world i'm worried about the world ending i'm not i mean i'm just asking you guys for a friend there's a lot of uh issues in geoscience that will come out and uh, we're gonna have to re-question a lot of the stuff they told us in geoscience just like with classical physics those uh laws aren't uh, actually true yeah Matter of fact, one of those I heard was, you know, we're all under the impression that astrology is bullshit, that the, the aligning of planets and the ability for, nah, man, science won't touch it because they don't have a way to explain it. So they just skip stuff like that. They also made it so Western astrology doesn't actually use the stars as it is in the sky. They, it's shifted 27 degrees over. So, yeah, that, that's problematic. I imagine it is. It's way more than I know about stuff like that. So so I'm posting some more of the financials in the thread, guys. Do me a favor, retweet the space. I think we're going to end it here. I might do a space here in a little bit and go ahead and it's going to be the Timothy McVeigh space. So it's going to be Elf Waves and the Oklahoma City bombing. I'm still trying to finish that one up. And if you think this is all conspiracy shit, I'm trying to tell you that we've had the tech to do these things. People have talked about these things. If you haven't got a chance to, there's a book called Aberration in the Heartland, the Timothy McVeigh story. You should read that. It specifically talks about the things I'm going to discuss. Uh, basically, elf technology, what it can do to you, what can happen, and the ways to transmit it. And then if you go through the things that I know I've posted about, Puharic, elf waves, the radio, the, the different things, right? Add those together, it equals, gosh, I hate saying this, the Oklahoma City bombing. So if you get a chance, Aberration in the Heartland, the doctor who put it together, it's, it's freaking actually amazing. So, and it specifically talks about uh, Timothy McVeigh's best, one of his best friends, whose father, guess what, was a dentist. And guess who he's connected to, MK Ultra. Can we say tooth radio, anyone? Yeah. So, all right, guys, retweet the space and we'll, I'll keep going conspiracy. The more you retweet, the more conspiracy I'll get. No, every conspiracy is that until I prove it's not, right? So that's what I'm here for. So, free to space, guys. Thanks for joining. Okay, bye.